0: Everybody, welcome to the Fearless Presentations podcast. I'm Doug standard CEO of the Leaders Institute, and my goal is to help you become a fearless and professional speaker and presenter. And this week, I'm going to give you a really simple way to introduce yourself when either you have to start a meeting on your own, or uh, maybe you need to establish credibility with your audience as you as you, just before you begin to speak. Um, that is one of those things that can be a little difficult because a lot of times. It's like we're we're trying to we have to brag about ourselves to the audience. So we're going to show you a really easy way to help you build that credibility very quickly. Uh, by the way, the podcast is brought to you by the Two Day Fearless Presentations Public Speaking Class. And as the COVID restrictions are being reduced in state after state, now we are finally, finally, finally beginning to schedule a few of our in-person public speaking classes. In fact, we've got one—the very next one that's, that's coming up on the schedule is at the Hilton just outside of Dallas-Fort Worth Airport. So it's in between the Dallas and Fort Worth um, Metroplex. And um, and it's on April 22 and 23 of 2021. Airline tickets are still really cheap uh, if you book at least a couple of weeks in advance. And hotels are, I mean, they're, they're basically giving them away at the moment. They're still, the hotels are still pretty empty. So it's a really good time to invest in yourself. Um, we've also got classes coming up in Las Vegas and Miami and St. St. Louis. So you can you can look at the details on our website at www.fearlesspresentations.com. And also, by the way, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, make sure and do that. Uh, and especially if you like the content that we're putting out, you know, please give us a five-star rating and, and write a review for me on your podcast platform, whether that's Apple podcast or however it is that you're you're um, accessing the, the uh, session. All right. So let's get on with today's topic. Hey, so today I'm going to show you how to introduce yourself before starting really any type of presentation, but especially presentations where it's important for you to establish your credibility with the audience. So these would be people that really don't know who you are and they're not sure why they should listen to you, right? So how do you start one of those things? Because a lot of times if we have a very poor introduction for ourselves, or if the person that's introducing us does a very poor job, it can it can make us start off on the wrong foot with the with the audience. The audience will be less likely to actually pay attention to us. Um, so, one of the more challenging parts of really any presentation is that that very first part. So, if you're if you're wondering how to introduce yourself before starting your presentation, then you know really you're in good company because for most of us. Once we get the first few sentences out our nervousness will actually diminish pretty significantly. So this initial self-introduction is really really important. If we if we struggle here then our nervousness is likely to increase. And in addition, you know, the the old adage is, you know, the old adage is that you never get a chance to make a first impression, a second chance to make a first impression. And that's really really true. Um so basically in this session we're going to cover a very simple three-step process that will help you introduce yourself before you start any presentation. And in fact, um, I, I, let me give you an, an overview of a, or a summary of how to do one of these things. And I'll go into each one of the steps in a little bit more detail. Um, so the first thing that I would suggest that you do is, you know, obviously start with your name and either your company or the organization that you're representing. And then immediately after that, tell your audience what problem that you can help them solve. And then after you tell them the problem statement, then share some type of proof. Social proof typically works well here, um, but some type of proof that you can actually solve this problem for them or help them solve that problem. So um, I'll break down each one of the, the steps into a, a simple to follow process process. But first, let me kind of cover a little bit of background about why this is important, or why we we are suggesting that you do your introduction this way. So, the the first thing that you want to do is identify what your audience wants from your presentation. Uh, if you have not answered that question, you don't need to be speaking to that audience, right? This is this is like public speaking 101 why on earth should the audience even pay attention to you in the first place if you don't have that in your mind then your audience is not going to be really clear on it either so before we actually get into the how to of the introduction let's um, that, let's let's talk about the the main purpose of the introduction because that main the main thing that we want the introduction to do for us is to build rapport with the audience and to let them know some of your credentials related to that topic that you're going to be speaking on. Now, in addition, you also want to get the audience to really pay attention to you. And this can sometimes be pretty difficult because, I mean, let's face it, most people who are sitting in a given meeting, they don't really want to be there. So if if the speaker just stands up and brags about how great he is, then he's likely going to turn the audience off. That's the exact opposite of what, what we want to happen. So before you you start thinking about your introduction or design your introduction, think about what your audience wants from your presentation. Why do they, why would they want to spend time? You know, their, their, their time is very valuable. So why do they want to spend that valuable time listening to you? And, 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 are, and basically you have to be able to answer for them. Are they going to be wasting their time if they do listen to you? So if that, if the answer to that question is yes, guess what? They're going to tune out um, or, or, um, are you going to provide them with something valuable that's going to make that time worthwhile for them? So, like for instance, I mean, I've got an expertise in a number of different areas. You know, for instance, I'm I'm a public speaking coach. I'm a keynote speaker. Uh, I'm a best-selling author. I'm also really good at search engine optimization. <laughs> I'm am a, a popular podcaster too. Get you know thousands and thousands of people every week listening to the podcast. However, if if I deliver a sentence like that at the beginning of my speech, most likely the reaction reaction would be, you know, well, so what or whoop whoop-de-do. I mean, look how great you are, right? Um, that the sentence doesn't really answer why somebody would care about the topic that I'm going to be speaking on or why they should pay attention to me or what problem I'm going to, to help them solve. So um, that the way that, that that sentence that I just gave you with the long list of my credentials, it's really me focused. It's not audience focused. It's not really focused on what the audience really wants. So when I start to design my my introduction, especially my self introduction, if I'm if I'm designing an introduction for myself, I want to focus just on the areas uh, the area of expertise that's related to the topic that I'm speaking on. I'm then going to answer the the questions that we talked about prior to this on that particular topic. So why should they listen to me, right? So once you have those answers, then what I would suggest that you do is just kind of set them aside for a second because they're going to be really important as we start to design our presentation. But before you actually start to design that introduction, you have to have that clear in your mind as to what, the value is to your audience before you even start to speak. All right. So let's kind of go through the step-by-step guide one more more time. So step one is you want to start with your name and your company or your organization. Now this is pretty easy and this is what most people do by the way. So you just tell your audience your name and the organization that you are representing. And if your organization is not a well-known kind of brand name, then you might add a short clarifying description after you, you tell them your organization your company, you know, like for instance, most people outside of the training industry have never actually heard of my company the leaders institute you know it's in the training industry you know and we we are fairly well known but if you don't if you've never been to one of my classes or if we haven't done something for you know if your if your company is on a client of ours then most likely it's it is it's not like we do you know branding on you know, um, I don't even know where people do it now. <laughs> In my day, it was TV and stuff like that. So, so step one might sound something like this for me. You know, I, I have to kind of clarify my company because a lot of people may not have ever heard of it. So, I would say something like, "Hey, I'm Doug Standard. I'm with the Leaders Institute, which is an international leadership development company." You know, something really simple like that. Now, it's still short and sweet, but, but it's a little bit more clear to someone who has never heard of, of my company. So it's, it's it's very helpful to them. So once you do that little initial introduction with your name and your, and your company, step number two is you want to tell your audience what problem that you can solve for them. And this is where it gets a little different than what most people do. Most people at this point are going to give a laundry list of, the different credentials that they have, the different reasons why they're an expert at the topic or or whatever, right? Um, I, I I like to to uh, the the analogy I like to use is kind of like you're throwing a little breadcrumb out to the folks. You know, we already know that they don't really care what we're going to talk about, right? I mean, we we make that assumption right off the bat. So basically, if we can kind of throw a little breadcrumb at at, to them and they go, oh, and they start moving toward us, now we can throw another breadcrumb later on. So we're trying to get them to move toward us versus pushing them away. So focusing on a problem that you can solve for them can, can really help. So- Um, So by the way, this is where all of that pre-work that I was just talking about really comes into play when you think about what the benefit to your audience is of of listening to you. So in this step, we're going to use the answers to um, those questions that we we talked about a, a few minutes ago. Like, for instance, if my topic is... How to deliver presentations? I do that a lot. I, I'm since I'm a presentation coach. Uh, a lot of times, my, the, the topics I'm going to be delivering to audiences have to do with, have to deal with, or deal with anyway. How to deliver presentations more effectively? So I would determine why my audience would actually care about that. You know, what problem would the person that's in my audience likely have? that my topic would help them solve. You know, for, for my audiences, by the way, the, the problem that I most often help people with is how to reduce public speaking fear or eliminate public speaking fear. So so once I have that problem statement in mind, I just add that to my introduction using the words I help people to, right? I help people reduce public speaking fear. So so basically my introduction I'm just adding to what I had before. So hi I'm Doug Standard with the Leaders Institute. We're an international leadership development company. And basically what I do is I help people eliminate public speaking fear. So still just a couple of sentences. And I've I've identified now if there are people who are in that audience listening to me who actually have some type of public speaking fear, they're now much more likely to kind of perk up and go, Oh, well, wait a minute. I have, I they're not likely to do it verbally, but mentally anyway, they're going, Oh, okay. Maybe I might pay attention to this guy for at least a couple seconds anyway. Um And then, so, you know, I'm just throwing another breadcrumb at that, at that point. So um, if, uh, if I, if my topic changes though, you know, because I'm, I'm, I have an expertise in a lot of different areas. If my topic is how to close um, a higher percentage of sales presentations. That's other, another topic that I'm pretty skilled at, right? I'd likely alter my introduction a little. I'm, I, in fact, I might say something like, hey, I'm Doug Standard with the Leaders Institute. We're an international leadership development company, and I help people design more persuasive sales presentations. So um, I've got an expertise in both of those areas. I'm good at helping people reduce public speaking fear. I'm also good at helping folks close sales presentations, right? However, if I focus my introduction on just the, if, if what I really want to do is just focus the the introduction on the expertise that is applicable to the audience that i'm presenting to because if i gave that first introduction about the public speaking fear to a group of sales pre- presenters and they they present a lot and they may not have that nervousness then they're likely going to respond by thinking you uh, know i really don't get nervous so i guess i can tune out of this speech right so i'm not moving them toward me i'm kind of pushing them away because i haven't focused on what they want i focused on you know something that i'm an expert at but but didn't really take into consideration what that audience is really looking for. So what you want to do is create a problem statement that starts with I help people or the problem myself for people or something like that. And you want to make that statement apply to what your audience really wants or what the audience who's, who's there right now, what is it that they're looking for? So step number three is you want to share some type of proof and social proof works pretty well. Uh, Some proof, though, that you can solve this problem that you just identified for your audience. Right. So and by the way, if you just do steps number one and two, you just introduce yourself using your name and your company and tell them that you can solve a problem for them then that introduction in and of itself, just just with those two parts, is going to be better than what you hear most people do when they stand up to present. However, if you add this third component where you're going to gain more respect and and more attention, more positive attention from your audience. So um, uh, by the way, without adding some type of proof that you can solve this problem, you're you're really just giving it an opinion (laughs) that you are the expert. However, if you can give them proof that you can help somebody solve this problem. Now you're proving that you're an expert as well. So basically this is a really, really subtle way to help you um, build your credibility just in the first like 30 seconds, first 45 seconds of, of your speech. Uh, and by the way, this is kind of the tricky part. For some reason, most people who get to this part, they 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 feel like they haven't really accomplished great things. And so they diminish those great accomplishments that they actually do have. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a couple of examples. I, I'll give you some examples of some folks that I've coached in the past. I'll also kind of tell you my own examples here a little bit. Um, but but I, I'll give you a really good example. Like one of my very early clients, was a he was a young accountant. He was actually my accountant at the time. And when I was working with him, he came up with uh, with a really good introduction with those first two parts. His name was Gary, by the way. He said, hey, "I'm Gary Gorman with Gorman and Associates CPAs, and I help small businesses avoid IRS audits." Now, it took me a while to actually get him to the point where that was his that was his problem statement. But after asking a few questions, I was like, oh, "Okay, great. That's why people will go to a. What's why." entrepreneurs anyway, small business owners will, will hire a, a professional CPA is because they don't want to get audited, right? So that's the problem that Gary helped his audience keep from getting into, right? Um, and, and, and by the way, that was a really great audience focus, the getter, you know, because, you know, nobody wants to get audited. Right. However, as an accountant, it wasn't like his company was getting a lot of like five star reviews on Yelp or Google and all that kind of stuff. So he was kind of struggling with his, with his proof, especially his social proof. So, so in order to kind of find out what kind of proof he had of his expertise here, I just asked him a few questions. I asked him how many clients that he had first, and he he answered that he had over 300. So he has 300 really good clients. Stay with him year in and year out. And I asked him how many tax returns had he processed in, in, in his career. And at the time he'd been in business for, you know, 15, he'd been a CPA anyway for 15 years or so. And he mentioned that he did a couple hundred a year for each of the 15 years. And so I quickly did the math that comes out to be about 3000. And, uh, and so I I basically said, so you've done at least 3000, right. And he nodded. And, and I said, how many of those 300 clients or any of those clients have you have been audited since you've been representing them and he kind of paused for a second and he said well none right <laughs> i said well okay that's your that's your proof then right he's over 3000 Different tax returns with no audits, that's a pretty solid piece of proof. And he never, he saw, he didn't see that as being an accomplishment, you know, because it's what he did on a day to day basis. But that's a pretty, that's a pretty good piece of evidence, right? So basically, he he was, he introduced himself by giving his name and telling his company. And he said, I help businesses avoid IRS audits, you know, in fact, He said, in my career, I've helped clients complete over 3,000 tax returns and not a single one of them has ever, ever been audited. So that's pretty good proof right there in the first 30 seconds or 40 seconds or so of his presentation. He's now established himself as being credible. He's established himself as being the expert on that topic. So, and by the way, here I'll give you a couple of examples of how I adjust my introduction based on what I want the audience to do. Right. So you can actually use social proof, the proof that you're using to help you um, influence or persuade your audience to do something that you want them to do. Like, for instance, for my proof, I've got another number of different options, you know, just like Gary, just like the CPA did. Um, I've got a lot of clients who have had great successes, lots of individuals who've gone through my public speaking classes, lots of fortune five hundred companies that have hired me to to come in and do public speaking coaching with teams of their of their folks. So I could so I could use that as social any one of those I can use as social proof or I can use the conglomerate. <laughs> you know I basically, in my career, I've trained over, you know, I would say close to 20,000 people, me personally. So that's, I mean, that's quite a few success stories, right? Now, I've also published a couple of best-selling books about public speaking. So that gives me credibility as well. I've also, I've got hundreds of thousands of people who listen to my podcast every week. So um, I, I can pick the evidence or the proof based on what I want the audience to do. Like for instance, if I'm speaking at a convention and I want the audience to come by my booth to purchase one of my books. Then I'm then my introduction might sound something like this: "I'm Doug Stander with the Leaders Institute. Um, I, the Leaders Institute is an international leadership development company. And basically, what I do is I help people eliminate public speaking fear. Um, one of the things that I'm most known for is being the author of two best-selling books: Fearless Presentations and Mastering Presentations. So just by me putting that into the the introduction now as the as i'm going to be speaking to them maybe for the next hour sometimes hour and a half depending on my slot at that convention and at the end of that hour then um if i'm on um if i'm on the main stage if i'm a keynote and i'm on the main stage then i'll have folks at my booth that will have those books sitting out there so now folks are likely to buy them right just because I put that in my introduction. However, let's say I'm leading a webinar, you know, I'm I'm doing some type of online seminar. Uh, At that point, it may be a, you know, a lot of times we'll do webinars as as an introduction to our public speaking classes. And so I may want the audience to purchase a seat in one of my classes. So in that case, my introduction might sound something like this. Hey, I'm Doug Standard with the Leaders Institute. That's an international uh, leadership development company. And basically what I do is I help people eliminate public speaking fear. For instance, for the last 20 years, I've taught public speaking classes to over 20,000 people. and And to date, anyway, I haven't had a single person fail to reduce their nervousness significantly in just two days. So basically I'm using that now The the success that I've had as a public speaking coach in my classes as a way to promote that. Um, let's say I want to get people to subscribe to my podcast, right? So which, uh, and which, by the way, if you are actually listening to this on the podcast, then you probably heard something like this at the very beginning of the podcast. So if my goal is to get them to um, subscribe to the podcast, then the intro might sound like, hey, I'm Doug Stannert with Leaders Institute. Uh, that's a, that the Leaders Institute is an international leadership development company, and I help people eliminate public speaking fear. In fact, one of the ways that I do that is with my weekly podcast called Fearless Presentations, which has over one million downloads so far. So basically, if I am speaking at an event or and I want to promote the, the podcast, I know that if folks uh, are, are um, interested anyway in reducing public speaking fear, and if they begin to subscribe, if they subscribe to my podcast, then not only are they going to get better at public speaking using the the tips and tricks that I'm giving them, but it's going to build a relationship that I have with them. So basically, if you are listening to me now... There's a good chance that you kind of know, ah, eh, okay, hopefully, anyway. I'm, I'm hoping anyway that you're going, eh, I kind of like this guy. He's he's okay, right? Every once in a while, he's also kind of funny, you know, that kind of thing, right? So all of those things kind of delve into the introduction that I that that I kind of give to the audience. I'm I'm looking for what is it that the audience really wants from me? What problem can I solve for them? And then what is it that I actually want them to do based on my presentation? And all of that kind of delves into or all of that kind of folds into the actual introduction that I give them. So if you've got a speech coming up and you have to introduce yourself and you're looking for a, an easy way to design your talk of introduction or to introduce yourself, then if you go to the show notes, there, there'll be a form in there that you can just kind of answer the questions. It'll ask you those three or four questions that that I outlined in in the, the um, session here. And you can just answer the questions and then it will send you via email a way to introduce yourself. It'll actually send it out to you. That's a really quick, easy way to design a, a talk of introduction. So uh, make sure and see the show notes. Make sure and do that if you have a presentation coming up. And hopefully you got some great value out of this week. And make sure and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't yet done that. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're putting out new videos, sometimes as many as three or four a week. So that's Fearless Presentations on YouTube. And we'll see you next week on the Fearless Presentations podcast. Bye, y'all. Subscribe to this podcast for new public speaking secrets each week.